Well, it's time for Deboned because it is ten past six. We're running a bit. We're running a bit late today. We've had a couple of interviews on the show that ran a wee bit over time. But this is the Deboned segment where we talk about Bones magazine running out of Radio One. This is issue seventeen. It's the second to last issue ever. It is the mid-August two thousand and eighteen issue, and I am joined by two very special guests. I mean, Raf, you are a special guest too, you. but you're a special guest that's kind of resident you're just on the less panel. Important right yeah. now. <laughs> Nicole. Yen and Hennessy Griffiths. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Is it an honour to finally be on Deboned? It's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. I, like, we're usually, like, interviewing. And yeah. It's weird to be interviewed because we're yeah. just kind of like, meh, 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 meh. But if, here we are. If you're not a Radio 1 fan and you don't keep up to date with all the personal details of the hosts that work here, uh, all four of us in the room right now are actually drive time DJs. So this is the drive time extravaganza for Deboned. Woo! We Woo! have Wednesday drive, half of Thursday drive, and Friday drive as well. Yelza. How, how could it go wrong? Our acronyms spell WTF, so <laughs> just just putting it out there. Putting it out right. there and you've condemned it already. <laughs> and it's over. That's it. We're done. Goodbye, everyone. Lady the best. This is quite a big issue that we have, and it's only going to get bigger because the final issue ever ever in the whole world is happening in two weeks time um, but there's quite a lot of content to get through in Bones this week have you guys read it? came yes. out this morning Nicole yep, yep. yes you've read it haven't you? I've read it in the last five minutes yeah that's good that's reading it that's, that's all I can ask for on the show <laughs> Um, the front cover is artwork that has been done by Robbie Motion. We were talking about how the Unclairs uh, album Invisible Lines, which is the Drive Time feature album this week, uh, the artwork also done by lovely Robbie, who is based in Wellington now, but was based in Dunedin for a long time. He has done the front cover and also the poster. Every Bones magazine has a free poster that you can flip out from the middle. Um, and the final issue is going to have a few more posters than usual. You're always getting free art with yes. Bones magazine how exciting is that all right let's dip right into the issue we've got uh, an article by lisa blakey about eye herpes has anyone here ever experienced eye herpes before i have a benign one on my eye right now do you can i see it's on my left eye I mean, the Just radio there. people like can't see, oh, but it's no. a white circle. How? It's fine. I got, it, I, got it, I got it when I was about six or seven, and it just doesn't go. It's Aww. interesting the different strains of herpes as well, because of course there's the sexually transmitted mm. herpes, but then also cold sores, which yeah, you get around your mouth. mouth. Yeah, and then eye herpes as well. I actually saw Lisa today, just had a chance run in with her, really? and her eye herpes are looking great. So, like, better. <laughs> <laughs> like, peeled. <laughs> Not like they're a fashion accessory, yeah. but she's, yeah, it's all clearing up. Um, she talked about how this came about from stress um, what happens to, to you guys when you get really stressed but it doesn't have to be herpes <laughs> you don't have to tell me the herpes chlamydia. situation no. <laughs> stress <Sorry>. chlamydia <laughs> what happens to you when you get stressed um, you should go first Hennessy like, let, let, let me hear your, your thoughts Oh shit! Um, I don't know. When I get stressed, I like overcommit myself, mm. and so I'm like, I'm gonna do so many things to avoid the reason why I'm stressed, and then everything that I overcommit to gets more and more stressful, and then I kind of I have like this routine of like watching Watch Mojo videos in my bed at like 2 a.m. and just kind of crying to myself, <laughs> and it's a great stress relief. Honestly, it's like you're just like scrolling through and you're watching like the top ten 
like embarrassing moments on American Idol and you're just like same <laughs> it's just such a mood that's how I deal with stress so that's the most wholesome answer I've ever heard it's not as visible eyes. as eye like, movies but that's okay. I mean I just like break out in the face like normal people and you like overcommit. <laughs> what about you Raph? I get muscle tremors in my face you do oh, actually um, yes whoa. so like I can't really hold my like, expression for too long like my face just starts shaking and oh, what? I know I have so many things wrong with me Wait, what about you <laughs> what happens when you get stressed I don't know I have had that thing before when you get really really stressed and some of your hair starts to fall out mm. yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. a thing that's happened before but also otherwise too much sodium but yeah oh yeah. cheers yeah, yeah, MSG god they're putting it in the food wow <laughs> learn something new every day. maybe I wasn't stressed my sodium levels were just way too high this whole time exactly <laughs> um, but this came about also because Lisa has been speaking at NZGDC She's been hosting panels, um, which is a game developers conference. Um, that was up in Auckland, I believe, as well. So she's a very busy lady who mm. has been um, very successful of late as well. All right, going right ahead, um, we had a new writer, oh, Holly. Wait, Ooh. this is some ASMR about flicking. The yeah, we can always hear the lovely yes. bones pages. That's Amazing. how you know it's authentic. It smells really good as well. It's not. We're not just making these articles up on the spot. They really are printed on the page. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a collective delusion. It's eco-friendly. Eco yeah. That's why. It smells good. Um, Holly has written about um, being unsure about um, a lot of different personal aspects in life. It's quite interesting because she's speaking also about not wanting to commit her words to the page, but this is now being committed to the page. Um, something that I found quite funny is she's been vegan for four years, and she's like, I'd like to eat some M&Ms, though. <laughs> I'm like, I feel that one, I feel that one. Um, but that's really interesting. It's also her first article, and I think what we're going to see um, when the next issue comes out is a lot of first-time contributors, mm. first- and last-time contributors, um, come through just as the magazine is ending i can't tell you enough it's it's ending in a couple of weeks time so get any of your content into bones at r1.co.nz erin is really lovely it will most likely get published um send in your art or your writing or your poetry or your comics or whatever you want published in bones you only have one more chance Hennessy, your article comes up oh. next. If we're going chronologically, <laughs> would you like to explain what you've written about this week? Oh, Jesus. Um, I hate talking about myself, so this is great. So basically, I kind of wrote about how, like, when I first... I remember first picking up Bones, and it kind of relates to Holly's article, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, there's so many cool people in there. I surely can't compare to what they're doing because I don't feel that I am creative enough and then I kind of like I got in touch with Erin about the start of the year and I originally had a column in here which was completely different to what it is now um, and I slowly started to <laughs> I slowly started to develop it into something where I could just kind of pretty much just vent onto a page and like this week's issue was all about how being creative is really hard and how like quite often when there's say for instance a deadline of when Erin's like hey everyone the content's due this week and you're kind of there thinking oh my god what am I going to write about and it's not as easy as people think but at the same time just because it's not easy and just because you're scared of being vulnerable and putting yourself out there doesn't mean that you shouldn't stop yourself from being creative in some outlet because like 
I remember for so long I was so scared of being creative because I was thinking, oh man, what are people going to think of me? They're going to like, what if it's not good enough? What if someone's going to critique it? But then I realized that's part of the journey and that's the only way that you can get better. And it starts off with something small, but you've just got to find what makes you happy and just do mm. shit, basically. Mm. It's been interesting, your progression as well, because what did you start writing about for Vogue? Yeah, we'll it's quite, like, it's like, quite different. It's quite a different want it subject. want to do like a <laughs> of pieces surrounding <clears throat> what topic again? <clears throat> that is it. That old chestnut. Well, so I originally started my column when I got out of a like two and a half year relationship and realised that I was single for the first time in my life. And it was all going to be all about what it's like to be single in this day and age like using tinder for the first time actually being like going out and having everything change around you and that was going great until (laughs) maybe after a two-week hoe phase i got into a relationship but it's great now it's good yeah but it's still (laughs) just like oh oops (laughs) so it's yeah it's 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 definitely a progression (laughs) such a progression but yeah if you like go back to when i first started writing it's all just me being like i'm sad boys i'm listening to maroon five and then now it's like (laughs) it was i was that was my breakup album it was a really good like songs about jane oh and then i just kind of progressed into now just me shit posting which is great we do talk about people's progression a lot on this segment as well um, because a lot of the contributors have been contributing for quite a substantial amount of time this magazine is just coming up on a year a year in the world oh someone texted us hello what does does this person want gives a relationship (laughs) haha okay don't they also texted in before saying up morgan when we were talking about jaggers and lions (laughs) one of our many fans on wednesday drive (laughs) um but that's really interesting there are lots of different progressions that have happened um while we've watched this magazine unfold of course Mm. it is every two it's published every two weeks as well um and there's now been almost a year of this magazine so people's writing styles um living situations the context of their lives have changed a lot and a lot of people have improved um having to write every two weeks as well really improves your ability to write uh which is something that a lot of people have reflected upon so i I just want to jump really quickly to your article nicole um you have been you've been contributing to bones for a really long time right what was your first issue i think my first one was um issue zero so you know how there was like minus two minus Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. And zero. So I think my first article, uh, not article, but like, you know, my piece came out in issue zero. And so. why did you get involved with Bones? Um, well, I was, I still am actually, I'm a radio presenter here. I do a Friday drive, but way back then, which is probably like a year ago, um, Erin was like letting all of us know, like, who wants to get involved in a really cool project. She was doing this as part of like her degree. Am mm, I, yeah, yeah right? politic, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I found like super cool. And because like she's at Radio 1, so she just kind of let everyone at Radio 1 know about it first. And I was like, look, I have done like pieces that I've put up on my blog. I have a personal blog, guys. Um, <laughs> will not um, disclose that URL. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I write pieces for myself already and for my very, very personal fans. And everyone was like, like, chuck me a few of your pieces and maybe, you know, I can like try and incorporate it into the issue. And I, I had like that, um, I was a little bit worried that my piece would have been a bit too personal for Bones. Hmm. But as I wrote more and more for it, I just kind of opened up and I was like, you know, this is really not too bad. Like, it's 
it's good to get your stuff out there. Mm. Mm. Sure. Many yeah. people do use bones as an outlet um, for some of the more difficult moments in their life as well. Oh, yeah, 100%, um, yeah. So mm. the piece that you've submitted this week uh, has a content warning as well. Do you want to explain what you've written about? It, so, hmm. Okay, so <laughs> it's not entirely poetry, but I'm not really sure what um, I call the kind of style I, I, I write. It's kind of like a free prose. Um, what I've written for this issue of Bones, it's, ki it's very real, but it's also kind of um, morbid in the sense that... Um, do I have to talk about the content? No, you don't have to talk okay. about the content if you don't want to. I mean, there's suicide involved. It's also like police brutality. And mm. it's basically saying that it's okay to... Well, I'll just read the first line out. Like, it's okay to be a celebrity fading to obscurity as long as you overdose on drugs. At 27, like Kurt Cobain, you'll be immortalized by pop culture because it's weird um, seeing how someone can, you know, like live their life to waste and still be immortalized completely by pop culture and have everyone like look up to Kurt being like oh Kurt's super cool like live fast die young like you know mm. James Dean and everything as long as you're part of the 27 club I think Amy Winehouse was also part of mm. the yes. 27 club maybe Sid Vicious I'm not entirely sure but yeah so I just wrote like a few of that that's um there's a little bit of su uh, the suicide in there there's about serial killers and like that uh speak about crying in public because it's something people can relate to if you see a woman or child crying in public you'd be like yeah that's fine like whatever but you see a grown man crying in public or you know even like a, a teenage teen boy mm. people would be like oh like something must be really wrong because it's so wrong if a guy a male cries in public but not mm. a female and i find mm. that there's a little bit of double standards yeah i guess like double standards is something that i talk about here that it's a, it's almost like a wee bit of a cultural commentary piece, which we haven't mm. seen from you before, because usually your pieces are quite personal. Yeah. Because what do you usually write about for Bones? Um, I mentioned earlier that um, I kind of classify it as poetry, but it's not really poetry. It's kind of like free prose. I don't really follow like a rhyming scheme or anything. Mm. I tend to write, I guess the best way to put it, I tend to write about um, topical emotions if that makes sense like everything that people can relate to mm -hmm. or, or like they can feel um something when they read my piece because it's something that is i know commonly accessible emotion wise mm. um that's the best way to put it i guess oh, cool this uh and all of you related to any of my <laughs> um pieces before <laughs> I, no. Yeah, there was mm. definitely some of your work really early on, like in the first few issues. Um, I think, didn't you speak of a like a bad breakup or a bad relationship early on? In the um, no, but there was one article that wrote on Fuckboys. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and that's what I related to. <laughs> that's what Everyone it was. Can relate to that. <laughs> oh, people being emotionally unavailable. People can yeah. relate yeah, to that. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely yeah. that piece. It's difficult to kind of categorise every single issue that we've seen yeah, beforehand. Um, just to warn anyone who is going to pick up this issue of Bones. The last two pages are quite heavy. We have a couple of poems by Eliana Gray who actually just joined us on the show um, at around about uh, quarter to six this evening on Wednesday Drive. She's half of the pop duo Jaggers and Lines um, who are about to go up to Auckland to pay, play uh, Going Global 2018, the music summit that's going on up there. She's also a poet 
she's written a couple of pieces of poetry that go side by side at the end of Bones um, but they do mention suicide um, idealising suicide uh, self-harm and a lot of grief as well uh, these have been touched on by Aliana before um, but just as Erin has said in the editorial of this issue just make sure you're in a good headspace, a safe space um, before you read these last two pages there are also support lines um, that are 24 hours that you can contact. Eliana has actually provided the support lines that she has called before and had a really good experience with, which mm. I've never seen before. That's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also support lines she hasn't called um, but might still be helpful for anyone who might be experiencing um, any of the feelings, or any of the emotions that she has touched on in the poetry in the last two pages. That was a bit sombre. Let's just go back <laughs> a few pages for a second. Um, we can talk about an article that I particularly enjoyed. I was about to talk about your article. So like, <laughs> oh, you Got did, you. didn't you? <laughs> um, well, I particularly liked the article that you wrote this week, Wave. Huh, look at that. Um, You're my biggest fan. Ambulando, which <laughs> yeah. translates to It Is Solved By Walking, yeah. which is the tagline of the Wanderer magazine, which you wrote on. Yeah, there is another zine in Dunedin. Everyone seems to think there's just one zine, which is Bones. <laughs> Um, there are actually other zines in circulation currently, uh, but some of them are a lot less visible. Then Bones, of course, Erin um, Broughton, who is the music director at Radio 1 and the editor of this magazine, uh, she's really good on, on the old social media. <laughs> she's you know a young female and, and is good at promoting this magazine. Um, but there are other magazines in, in the community, and there is this one called The Wanderer. Uh, Raph and I live together. We live above a bookstore called Dead Souls Bookstore. Uh, we've made friends with Dean, who is the bookstore owner. Uh, he is the loveliest bookstore owner. I do mention in the article that um, every Friday and Saturday night, young people come and pee in our doorways. And every morning, Dean will be out there with a soapy bucket and he will clean all the pee out of the communal doorway. So we love Just Dean for that. so respectful, honestly. He is so... We love Dean. But also, Dean sometimes delivers us things that we don't necessarily ask for, but he thinks that we'll be interested in. Um, and one day he delivered us... Uh, these zines called The Wanderer and this has been in circulation for a year as well so the same amount of time as Bones but no one has seem to have yes. heard about it. Um, you can find it at the public library. You can also find the entire collection at the Hocken. Um, and sometimes you can find it in Vanguard, but I barely ever see it yes. in Vanguard. Anyway, it's around, but it's quite difficult to find. Uh, also, there are always copies in Dead Souls Bookstore, which is at the end of Prince's Street. Um, but Dean started to have this conversation with... We both went into the yes. bookstore, both Raph and I, to talk to him about this Um because it's a bit of a weird zine. Have you either of you ever read nah, The Wanderer before? Have you it, seen yeah. it no, or no. anything? It's very no, distinctive no. if you see it. If you see it, you know it. But if you've never seen it before, it's very small. It's half the size yes. of um, Bones magazine. It's like a folded A4 paper. Yeah, 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 it's yeah deeply exactly. Eclectic. It's de- yeah. Ooh, I like that <laughs> word. So <Deeply> m- <laughs> good one. <laughs> you got you. some fans on the show. I love it. Um, <clears throat> A lot of the content (laughs) is written by the editor at the moment. (laughs) At the moment. Well, he doesn't... He has a a page at the end that asks for submissions and it has submission guidelines, Mm -hmm. but... 
because no one knows about this zine, mm. no one's submitting to it, and also it hasn't gained popularity within the young people, the young population yes. in Dunedin mm. yet, so no one's excited about contributing to this zine, but because this zine is ending, I really wanted to make clear that there are other outlets and other options mm. in Dunedin. Just because mm. Bones is ending doesn't mean you have to stop writing, doesn't mean you have to stop having your work published in print. There are other <laughs> options. Um, this might be a kind of different <laughs> option for you, <laughs> different kind of vibe to Bones. Um, the editor's called Mike Battaglia and uh, Mike Battaglia, sorry, and he's just kind of MIA, like he's just gone away from Dunedin for a while. Apparently in a past life he was an airplane refueler and would just go to places like Mexico just for the day, for go the day. on the beach and fly back to New Zealand. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking, probably not real. Yeah, oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> um, it could all, it could all be job. Dean at this point. <laughs> yeah. Dean said, I don't know if anything he says is real or true. <laughs> he just tells me these stories. He's got a lot to say apparently um, but he's a bit of a mystery man and at the moment he's in either Brazil or Chile, which is what Dean said. It could have could be either. I tried to get in contact with him, couldn't get in contact with him. So this this piece is more about trying to find out more it about is. the wanderer and also just giving a bit more visibility to that zine. Mm. Um, so that if anyone is interested in submitting to another zine once Bones is finished, um, the wanderer. I said where to find it before, but the Hocken, the Public Library, sometimes Vanguard and Dead Souls Bookstore. Um, sorry, I just talked for a long time okay. about that. If I can talk about something I learned from your article, is oh, that thanks. It, it's takes a very historical look the wanderer at Dunedin and we were talking yesterday just between us about uh, how a lot of the people who come here for university don't know much about the city in the grand mm. scheme of things just the drinking culture and the student culture that comes along with it mm. so arming yourself with knowledge like this is a better way to uh, like assure having a healthier lifestyle in Dunedin yeah. I think and this is an example of a really good source yeah Mike has been around for a long time he writes uh, on things like the Leviathan Hotel, uh, Joan Butcher. Um, he's written about the history of his own zine, which is always <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, he writes about um, a lot of... He brings a lot of historical context of Dine the Dunedin city yes. um, to the zine, which can be really interesting, especially if you're not from Dunedin and don't quite understand. Next door to this article is Wonderful. an article by Wyatt, um, and this probably tickled your fancy, Raph, Indeed. because you like film. But have either of you, in either the past, like, I don't know what I want to say in terms of time span, like have you been to that video store in South Dunedin recently? There is a video store still running oh, in South Dunedin. Um, United Video. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking love United Video. That's <laughs> <laughs> sick. They've got those things Tell where us you... how you really feel, Hennessy. <laughs> you, know like, you know when you're a kid and you like put $2 in and you get out those wee, like phone charm things? Mm. Yeah, yeah, they've still yeah, got yeah. those. Cool. Oh, like, nice. Cool. cool. Do they have the R18 section? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. cool. Good. <laughs> I went in there when I was 18 and I was like, oh. So really I can't good. believe you've actually been in there when you were 18 as well. <laughs> yeah. It's at the end of King Edward Street. It's quite interesting why it is talked about um, his experiences going to the video store Civic in Omaru yeah, when he was growing up. Um, but he said that he hadn't seen a video store in ages. So I messaged him. I'm like, there is one. Go and find it. It's in South Dunedin, though. Um, yeah, like, when do you all have different experiences of the video store and growing up having the DVD shops where you could rent. Yes. Yeah, go on, Raph. I know you want to speak about well, this. When I when I first arrived in the country in like 2009... You're I, an immigrant? I was... <laughs> no. I put this accent on. Yeah. Um, uh, and I was here for six weeks without school because it was the holidays, the winter holidays, and mm. I hadn't signed up for school yet. So I just had six weeks and my parents gave me like $20 
a week just to do stuff with. So I went to Civic Video and I got the five for five offer, ev- like four times round every yeah. week. And then I'd watch like twenty TV series and films in a week. <laughs> it was brilliant. Nice. <laughs> so much fun. When yeah. was the last time you went to a DVD store, Nicole? Um, I was gonna mention this earlier, but wasn't like didn't it used to be like a Video Easy? They did. Up, uh, like North Dunedin, like on yeah. Betty Lane. That was probably the last time I've been in one, to be honest. Mm. Before it got like kind of torn down, and um, I used to. This was back in 2015. I used to flat on Fatty Lane when Video Easy was still around, and there was this um, running joke when you wanted to like order a pizza from Domino's, you'd call Video Easy and like ask them like how long the line is, <laughs> <laughs> just across the road because you can see right. Oh my god, that's brilliant. Well, yeah, it's, it's been a while. It's such a shame that they're, they're shutting down, but I mean, that's yeah. the nature of the digital age. We've got two oh. MIFCO students in the room. <laughs> I mean, come on, interject when you need to. Um, I miss Blockbuster. Yeah, thanks, Trev. Mm. To just go jump back a page, we've kind of been all over the place, but you have an article, Raphael Clark. I do. There is. It's There is. There is. It's there. It exists. Here, um, end of my article. <laughs> did either of you get a chance to read this article? I did. What were your thoughts? I loved it. It was really good. I haven't actually seen the film that you're talking about, but I think your description of it just, like, really... It, like, made it so vivid in my mind, which I imagine is what you're trying to convey. And I also, like, agree with the whole idea of, like, feeling like you can't imagine. And it's so interesting what you were saying about how, like, you realised that film and television is what led me to believe that I can imagine because it is literally you're there and you're watching something and it places an imagined reality in your head and you kind of, like, you put yourself in that situation. Mm -hmm. But it's really interesting and I related a lot to what you were saying. Oh, thank you. What did you talk about in that article, Ref? So, um, when I was a kid, I didn't really understand what imagination was because everyone talked about it as if it was some sort of grand thing where you could picture whole worlds in your head. But from what I'd seen in like TV and film and those like imaginary dream scenes, I just couldn't create that, so I didn't think I was doing it right. Mm. <laughs> so I felt a little bit insecure when I was younger. So, And then I compare that to the use of this really weird sequence in a film called The Lost Weekend, which is about alcoholism, where a character is watching a stage play and he hasn't got his coat with him, but he has a bottle of scotch in his coat. And then all the characters in the stage play turn into his coat and start dancing on the stage. And then you see like a slow dissolve and you see the bottle in the pocket of every coat. And it's really freaky. Ooh. And I kind of related that to thinking like, okay, so... I, it is like I understand what they're trying to convey, but they're often I find because when I was younger I didn't think I could imagine. I just disconnect from imaginary scenes. I mm. just can't really connect with them at all because it's just too much. Like there's a thing called the Willie suspension of disbelief, which is the ability by which you need like you can only go so far before you give up on believing fantasy films and mm. books. And I think that for me, my limit is so small. Like if you present something that isn't hyper realistic, I kind of give up on the film or the TV series. So I was just describing like the disappointment in that, but then realising it is important. And I just said a lot of stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. No, it does yeah. make it sense. Does okay. make yeah. cool. It makes the article yeah. make a lot more sense as cool. well once you yeah. talk about it like, a lot more. Yeah, That's cool. Provide a good background. And you mentioned train spotting as well. <laughs> train spotting is the best depiction of addiction I've ever seen by far. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Mm. Yeah. And you're quite a recent addition to the Bones family. What made yes. you get involved with you Bones magazine? Oh. <laughs> oh. I didn't actually Wait, I'm going to be real nice to you for no, one second. No, please stop. Your, like, just, <laughs> no I, on air, Rap. <laughs> I can turn my mic off now. Um, 
But legitimately, it was just that your articles were really, I really enjoyed them, nearly every single one I've read. And so I thought, and you were always telling me, be like, you should, you should write, Raph. And I was like, thank you, Wave, I should. And then you did. And then I did. And Congrats. Was my first one the same week that you did your article on a Maori pronunciation? Oh, yes, so Tika. Yes. Yeah. that's my favourite article you've written. Oh, thank you. But, uh, that's good. That was in cool. a past issue. Oh, that's thanks. all right. You, you melted my heart But I still think you're like, kind of all right Yeah, sometimes. yeah, all right. Know, you're pretty friggin' annoying. <laughs> you're right, you are the biggest fan. You got that. <laughs> um, just to wrap up the spectrum of the magazine for the week, uh, we have a different brand new writer, Asia, uh, who spoke on insomnia. Now, insomnia is something that I've never experienced in my life. I love sleeping, and it's going <laughs> to stay that way forever. Um, but have either of you ever had insomniatic episodes? No. Have you, Nicole? Um, there was just a little bit of silence there. But that track into when we talked about like being really stressed, mm. I would say I do have like bouts of insomnia when I'm really stressed. Mm. Ooh, connecting the yeah, Thank dots. you. Yeah. <laughs> um, or also when I just have like a lot on my mind, you know, when it's 1am and you're really tired, you really want to sleep, you've got to get up early, mm. but you just keep thinking about like something that leads to something else you're thinking about mm. and then you start thinking about like things you have to do the next day. And then you start thinking about how you can't sleep. Yeah, and then you start and then it's thinking, just worse yeah, because yeah. Like, you can't sleep if you're thinking about how mm. you can't sleep. Yeah, and counting sheep does not help. So no, 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 not at all. Not that I've even tried because it's an absurd idea. <laughs> but yes, yeah. Asia <laughs> said that also her mother, who she's depicted as quite oh. the hippie type. Um, tried to get her to try herbal remedies and that didn't work and she's been on various medications which have also um, been effective at different different levels um, and she talked about hallucinating after not being able to sleep for a long time which seems really distressing <laughs> as well uh, and how insomnia can cause uh, a whole plethora of other mental disorders um, yeah. so that was really interesting and a wonderful first piece from her and hopefully not the last yeah. piece hopefully we'll yeah. see one more piece before Bones ends um, to just speak holistically about the magazine for a second um, what do both of our lovely guests think that Bones has done for the community in its, in its one year lifetime Shit. Yeah, it's a big, I'm so proud big question. Erin, the I'm so lady. Proud. Mm. Um, that award that she's won for best design. Yeah. She's a finalist in the best yeah. design yeah. awards. Yeah. yeah. Um, so proud of her. Love bones. Love it. I think like you were talking about growth, and even the magazine and Erin's style has grown so much. Like if you look at the layout of the f of like issue, mm -hmm. was it negative two? Negative two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. negative two to like now. Actually, it's minus two. But. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> I would fuck you up. No, um, oh. no like... Requesting standards. <laughs> even, like, even... Turn microphone off. <laughs> even till now and seeing, like, how it's been so inclusive of just everyone and artwork has been so refreshing. And mm -hmm. I think for a lot of us, it was a way that you can just literally just chat. It's not a very... It is a serious publication, but there's no sort of restrictions of it and it's kind of niche in the sense that only mm. the people who read it read it if that makes sense mm. and it's so loyal following. Yeah, yeah I agree with you yeah. yeah and it feels really comforting because mm. you know like you might not even I've never met some of the people that write for this but I feel a connection to them because we both write together mm -hmm. yeah yeah I agree it, yeah it's just mm. nice and I think it's going to be sad when it goes but I think at the same time it's good because it allows people to understand that 
you can create something like this in this small town and it be successful because mm. I feel like so many people have tried to do something like this but the thought of it being out and about in town has kind of prevented them and we've got the likes mm. of what what's um what's the surf one Oh, Hello Zoo King. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hello, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got like the likes of that, which is... Caters know, to a very specific audience. Mm. And yes. we've got this, which in a sense does cater to a specific audience, but it just shows that you can produce something like this and that it's fun and people love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's important to remember there are other outlets once this ends, though, because mm. I think what Erin doesn't want is it to be a whole big sad thing after yeah. this ends. I think rather a celebration of what Bones has achieved rather than yeah. what we'll lose oh, yeah. when Bones disappear. Well, not it doesn't even disappear. You know, it'll still be in the community and circulating for some time. Mm. Um, and as I said before, the Hocken collects um, all of these publications that get produced in the city. So if uh, in some time you hear this or you, there are issues that you've missed from a very long time ago, you can go to the Hocken and read these in that special research room. They have mm. collected every single bones um, that has ever been made. Thank you so much for joining us Thanks on the show us, today. It's been so nice having all really four nice. drive drive time hosts. <laughs> We're heading on the other side. Time. <laughs> your future <laughs> hero. All the pollution down to zero. <laughs> <laughs> Do we that, all like get down to that when that is plays? Is it actually Hayden that sings it? I don't. I'm I don't. Not, I am unsure. Nah, it's four of us singing it now. Nah. Yeah, it's they, acapella. They're gonna take that little soundbite and that's <laughs> that's gonna just, be just it. loop it for a minute. <laughs> Bones magazine, you can find it in the Radio 1 studios. Um, those are open to the public from 9 till 5 every work day. You can come up. We've got a dog as well, so you might get some cuddles too. Um, just come up, grab yourself a Bones magazine. Also got a lot of back issues up here if you have missed any. Otherwise, they are distributed around the city in places like, I think, Hussey and Laredo have them. Um, it's at Relics. It's at all the trendy cafes around the city. You can always find Bones floating around somewhere. And if nothing else, send an email to bones at r1.co.nz and Erin will get back to you as soon as she can. Submit to the final issue. That's going to be issue 18 and it will be published in two weeks' time, which means your content needs to be in in like a week's time from now, week, week and a half. Just get it in earlier. You have a greater chance of getting it published if you get it in earlier because it's going to be a bumper issue. Very exciting. Thank you all for joining me on the show today. Thank you.